to the topic of the discussion and hit the issues you typically find reluctant. Remove the facade to fill the gap with some substance. We undermining problems, expecting to overcome it. Please hold the applause. We doing it for the cause. People follow culture before they follow the laws. We rather face the friction and not attempt it at all. Persistence will find solutions once our contentment dissolves. There's a hard pill to swallow for anyone breathing. Both for folks who stay woke and those who be dreaming. We ain't slaves, yet we still ain't experienced freedom. What we need is the keys to access the kingdom. We're all in this fallen world trying to stay intact. I'm just a beggar pointing you out to where the bread is at. So follow the breadcrumbs like Hansel and Grant. And thank Yogi Bear and the thought engineer for that on. Hey, 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 what's going on, good people? Welcome back to Man Talk Mondays. We are back once again. I am Derek, the thought engineer, here with my man, the legend, the myth, comedian, John Yogi. What's going on with you tonight, man? You talking about me? <laughs> yeah, man. I'm going to bring you out like Steve Harvey, baby. I got, I'm a, hey, man. You know what I'm saying? Everything good, man. Everything's everything's good. It's really good, man. Really good. Another Monday, another Monday in the house, man. Great show. I'm looking forward to a great show tonight, man. Absolutely, absolutely. We got a great one for you tonight. We, I'm looking forward to it. I hope you're looking forward to it. Listen, this is a real deal subject we're talking about. So we want everybody to tune in. Listen carefully. I think we have some good stuff for you. But let me just remind everybody real quick. This is Man Talk Mondays. It's an open forum where we deal with the real deal about life, especially around relationships. And we do it from a man's perspective. Now, keep in mind, this is not just for men. We want everybody to join into the conversation. Men, women, boys and girls, you're welcome. Now, how you talk to us in the conversation You go in the comment section, leave your comment, leave your question. We can see this, and this is how you communicate with us. But by all means, we want to hear from you. So make sure you get in that comment section and let us know what's on your mind. All right. So we won't prolong the time. We want to make sure we get into this. So, ladies and gentlemen, man. So what what I want to get into today is so I'm laying I'm in the bed and I get up and I'm feeling a slight oh uh, I'm feeling this pain in my chest. So I'm thinking perhaps maybe I can sleep it off or it'll just go away. And the longer I lay there, the more intense the pain begins to be. And so at this point, I start having to talk with God. I'm like, hey, 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 I know this ain't no heart attack or nothing like that. Because me and you, we better than that. You would have gave me warnings. You would have gave me signs. You would have gave me something, and we wouldn't be right here. And as I said that, I I began to think about all the warnings and the signs he had previously given me. And I thought, 
Lord, am I going to have to tell my wife that I'm having a heart attack? And the reason why it was so difficult for me to tell her is because your life will never be the same again. You will be forever known as the guy that had the heart attack. So as I look over to my wife and I say, honey, I think I'm having a heart attack. She jumps up. She jumped up like old girl did in the Matrix and paused. And then she turned and looked at me and she was like, you have a heart attack? And she got up and she went like 900 miles an hour running around the room trying to get me dressed because I trying to get me dressed because I was sweating, laying in the puzzle sweat and trying to rush me to the emergency room. And the crazy thing about it, it's like you're having an out-of-body experience because you 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 understand that I'm having a heart attack and you understand that this could kill me. I could die from this. And you start questioning and thinking about your life. You start thinking about, did I, do I have enough medical insurance? Is my wife going to be okay? Are my kids going to be okay? And you're thinking all this. While, while there's pounding going on in your chest. So we get to the emergency room and they rush me in and they're like, what's going on? What's going on? And I'm like, and they, this, this is what came me. They ask you, so on the on the basis of your pain, is it on a scale from one to 10, what, what is it? It's a 20, okay? It's a 20. And so they get you in and try, and I'm like, and it's still going. So after I get to the emergency room, I'm still having the heart attack. So they look at my wife and they say, so... Do you want to kiss him? Because we got to rush him upstairs to see if we can do this procedure on him. And so they, she kisses me and they rush me upstairs. Literally, they grab me, snatch me up and rush me upstairs for about 35 to 40 minutes. And my wife doesn't know anything downstairs while they're doing that. My wife doesn't know anything. She don't know if I'm living. She don't know if I'm dying. She don't know if I'm fighting for my life. She don't know what I'm doing. And and I want I want to bring Derek in at that point. Cause because Derek, that at that point, that was the most to me and my wife, that 30, that 30 minutes, 30 to 35 minutes was the most scary part of our lives that we've ever had. Because there was the uncertainty of you don't know whether or not that you're yeah. going to live or that you're going to die. And, and Brother, I, I can only imagine, bro. I can only imagine. I know on our end because she she sent out a text to us, and we just we just see this message. You know, I think John thinks having a heart attack, and you know it's early in the morning. I get up early, so I'm up early, and I see this, and I'm like, "What? You know what's going on?" And and so I had some things I had to take care of that morning. But of course, you know, I rush as soon as I'm done. You know, I tell my wife, hey, I got to go to the hospital. I wake up. She discombobulated. She's like, oh, what is going on? You know, so because all we have is a text message and get to the hospital. Long story short, get to the hospital and he's laying there, but he's still done. Yeah. You know, you expect to see the worst because, you know, I watch a lot of, you know, medical shows, Chicago Hope, I mean, Chicago, Chicago uh, Med and uh, ER. And all, so I'm expecting, you know, one of them scenes. And I walk in and he like, hey, man, what's up? I'm like, boy. <laughs> you know, so, you know, if there is anything funny about it, I could tell from the look on his face. 
that he was expecting the worst. So let me finish the story. So when I, they, they get me upstairs and they go in, they go through my arm and do this and they go through my arm and find the, uh, where the, where, where the blockage was and they, and they, they fix it. And so after they fixed, it, I only had one. So they fixed it and they get me back downstairs and they get back in the room. So I'm back in the room and I'm like, everything, literally everything happened so fast and your mind is really swimming and you're trying to, to, to me, the worst thing about having a heart attack is the mental aspect of it. The physical thing I know is really bad, but mentally, man, it, it was a lot tougher for me mentally than it was physically. Oh, man. So because you get back downstairs and my wife, I'm looking at my wife and she's like, oh my God, I, I couldn't imagine doing life without you. I'm thinking the same thing. And it's, it's and so about this time, I get downstairs and I say, honey, have you told anybody? And she looks at me and she say, well, I told everybody. And I'm like, what? And I'm like, okay, so what did you tell them? She said, well, I didn't really know what to tell them because when they had left me, you was running upstairs and I didn't really know. And it was, and she said, I just, I just told them that, she hey, was, that you know, it was. Hey man. Hey, hey. And brother, we, we had, we got all the saints praying, everybody praying. I'm like, everybody pray now. <laughs> we need y'all praying now. <laughs> Because, like I said, all we had was a text message. And at the time, man, you know, you thinking, what? You know, you still kind of what? It's kind of so, man, it, it, it's a it's a it's a very traumatic event. And I can only speak to it as as a friend. You speaking of it from experience. It's a very traumatic event. All of the things that go through your mind, all of the things that, you know, you know, it's just, it's just a lot. And for me. And I know this may sound crazy. I was embarrassed. I'm not going to lie. I was embarrassed oh, wow. because I had allowed I had allowed this to happen to me. Mm. You, you think oh, I'm, I'm I may not be in the greatest shape, but I'm not in heart attack shape. I'm not in wow. shape to where I could possibly die. Because you're like, what kind of what kind of person would 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 let that happen? And and so what I do, what I immediately start doing is I start joking. Because I'm trying to bring back normalcy to other to otherwise really really delicate situation, so I'm, I want things to be back to normal soon possible. And everybody to a man, including Derek, is looking at me like, uh uh-uh, uh, we're not going to let you, nah, bro. Uh, uh-uh. minimize this this what just happened. Even though the doctor kept coming and talking, about, you know you could have died. Do you know? I'm like, dude, I get it, I get, I get it, <laughs> but I'm, I'm trying I'm, I'm I'm trying to. Uh, wrap my head around it happening to me because man in listen in a million years guys I wouldn't have never thought this could happen this would happen to me in a million years. I you when you see me you're gonna say well you're not the healthiest you the poor chop eating this you the uh 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 the, you the wing is eating this you'd have said all that about me but you wouldn't have never said that I looked like that I could that that I possibly could die from a heart attack and see and that's just the thing I don't know what that looks like because I thought uh-huh. I knew what that looks like, and I don't know. Yeah. And yeah. because I don't know, I thought it was imperative that we share this because, hey, what does that look like? Does that have a look? Because if it doesn't, I just I want to make sure that we address that so people know. Well, so with all that being said, we want to talk about tonight serious as a heart attack. This is a serious thing. Serious as a heart attack is what we're talking about tonight. And so we wanted to bring on 
some some experts, some people who have dedicated uh, their time, their effort, their life to addressing this issue. And so joining us tonight, we have Fred and Tara Robinson. Fred and Tara Robinson joining us tonight. These are the founders of the Black Heart Association. Founders of the Black Heart Association. We're going give, to give you more details on the Black Heart Association coming up in a minute. But I know y'all heard what, what John was talking about. And uh, I think... <laughs> I think I think Fred or either Fred or Tara said, "What what is heart attack shape? <laughs> Say, what is that? What is heart attack shape?" That's I think that's a valid question because, like he was saying, you know, in, in a person's mind, what that looks like, and if you don't have it lined up, that can catch you off guard. You know what I'm saying? Well, hold on a second, y'all don't see people. Don't you act like you ain't got to hear see people say. That look like a walking heart attack. So tell me, you ain't said when you see people walking, that look like a walking heart attack because I have seen it. And when I see myself, I didn't see that. I didn't see I, because if I had a thought that I look like a walking heart attack, I would have did something about it. I just said they gonna say that about me that I look like a walking heart attack. But so, so let me ask y'all: is this a is this a common misconception? Um, thank you for for having us on, first of all. And Jen, thank you for sharing your story. It's so much power when we share our stories uh, one to another. But I will say that media has conditioned us to, to think as Black people that we don't look like a heart attack victim or survivor. Um, we normally see someone that's overweight or an mm -hmm. older white gentleman with a pop belly and red face clenching his chest. And we hardly ever see women. So, you know, that's been conditioned over and over. And that is, the, and heart attacks just don't look like that. They look like John, they look like me. I had, wow. a, I had a friend of mine, uh, uh, Mike Horn, who what I was talking to about, he was like, hey man, black people, we're having a spike in uh, blood pressure. And I had noticed over the last couple of months, my blood pressure had been really high. And he, and he, word by word, went and told me the signs and what's going to happen when you start having a heart attack. I just thank God that when that when it happened to me, I still was in denial. I still was like, look, wait a minute, it's got to be gas or heartburn. It's got to be something else. It can't be a heart attack. Because, again, once it's a heart attack, now you will forever be identified as the person that had a heart attack and you need to be treated as such. Am I wrong, guys? I, I I honestly think uh, I think there's some validity to that, but I also think it's a lot of um, unconscious self-talk. Mm. How I perceive other people, other people's perception of me. Right. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Like, mm -hmm. I feel like I'm being looked at as the guy or the female that had the heart attack. Uh, so because of, of, of a slight, maybe a slight insecurity about how people are perceiving me, it's manifesting versus I may see you and look at you as not the guy that had the heart attack, but the fighter, the survivor, the strong one. You know what I'm saying? So wow. looking at each, looking in two different mirrors, basically. Okay. But, I, but I do believe there's a little bit of validity to that, but I also feel like sometimes it's just 
some stuff that we've we've come up with in our own heads as a result of the episode, as a result of the heart attack. Afia says we should go to doctors at least every six months to a year. We need to check our numbers. And she's she's absolutely right. So in you all's association in the, the research and everything um, that you've done, what how are we if you had to give especially the black community a grade on how well we check into this and look into this, what grade would you give the black community? Don't ask me. <laughs> Don't ask you. Well, I would say we know that statistics shows that high blood pressure in our community is basically through the roof. Uh, just for a number of reasons, for stressors we can control and for uh, stressors we cannot control. Uh, then mm -hmm. we talk about eating and lack of exercise and smoking and all those other things add to the increase of, of, of blood pressure and a number of other things. And so, you know, I'm never going to be the one to talk down about our community. I just will say that we have some work to do. And if you talk about what a heart attack looks like, a heart attack mm -hmm. looks like high blood pressure. It looks like high cholesterol. It looks like wow. being highly stressed. That's what high blood, it looks like eating bad, lack of exercise. That's what a heart attack looks like. And if wow. I will say a bunch of us are walking, we look like heart attacks victims or survivors i think that's good because now you've stretched it out you've stretched that definition out and i think some people can now see <laughs> themselves and kind of start taking it serious what were you saying fred no I, I was getting back to the question when you said how are we the, the truth of the matter yeah. is we know we're not you know for a number of reasons we're not being checked you know mm. uh in the black community, we're not sitting around for the most part having conversations about heart health. You right. know, for whatever reason, this, this always my wife and I always talk about the origin of African Americans in this country has created such a uh, it was a stressful situation, which has created oh this, yeah, it just it's created bit. a stressful present for us. Just a little so, stress, right? We, um, you know, if you look at a priorities, mm -hmm. is medical, you know, our, our regular medical checkup, is that at the top of our list of priorities, especially if we don't, if we're not presenting a certain way. If I feel all right, I'm good. I'm going to work. Yeah, That's you the know? gauge right there. Hmm. I feel all right. And that's the gauge. <laughs> right. If I could have made the pain stop. I was trying to sleep it off. I kept trying to get in the bed thinking that if I could wow. get to my pillow and my covers, it would make it. If I could get under there, it would yeah. make it stop, but it wouldn't let me. I, nope, 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 nope. Yeah, that's that, it wouldn't. I think, it you know, John, listen to your story. For one, I thank God for his grace. Mm. Uh, yes, indeed. With, yes. That somebody dies every few seconds from a, mm -hmm. from a, a heart attack. And so, mm. Another gentleman today say he partied all day today. I mean, partied all day the day he had his heart attack and he just kept feeling like feeling like he needed to belch and it wouldn't happen and come to find out he was having a heart attack. So, you know, when seconds matter and you made it and God pricked you or pushed you enough where you didn't fall asleep, we thank God for that because had you made that decision, you wouldn't have woke up from that. And the same thing right. 
during my third heart attack. Had I went and took a nap, because just like you, John, I was calling it an episode because it was coming and it was going, but I had mine over the course of, I had three heart attacks over three days. So, wow. Just, oh, wow. you know, it's, it's a whole lot that goes into it. But like the young lady said earlier, you know, we should be going every six months. We should be going frequently because if we're not, if we have this choice to make, if we're not going to take care of ourselves as far as lifestyle, then we definitely need to be up under a doctor's care, you know, just trying to maintain best we can. Let me get a fierce question. And then I want to go back to that because I don't want to just breeze by that. Three yes. Yes. heart attacks in three days. Let me, Afia says, she says, let me ask, why do men not want to go to the doctor until the very last minute? Are they scared of what they will hear? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> we're absolutely scared. And that's the crazy thing because we know we're not. We know we're not eating the best. And when you think of the whole concept of comfort food, which we're known for, why would we need food to comfort us? We have placed a lot of weight on food it's, as it pertains to our lives as, as African-Americans in this country. You know, I'm from the country. And when we ate, oh, we ate. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Fred is where I'm from, so he knows exactly what I'm talking about. And we called it good eating. We even call it soul food. You know what I'm saying? And so we have this, this passion for food that is tends to run unhealthy for us. I don't know. What, what do y'all think about our question? Why, why don't we, why we wait to the last minute to go to the doctor? You know, you want to say something? Well, I'm, as much as I want, as much as I want to ask the question why we don't go, we kind of know why we don't go. I want to talk about, and this is totally, I know I'm off the rails. Girl, how many heart attacks you have in a couple of days? <laughs> yeah, we gotta get we gotta get back to that. We definitely gotta get back to that. Cause that is you say you had heart attacks in the day. Girl, I was this this was life changing. I had one. I couldn't imagine having them two, one or two, three or my wife would have me on a carrot diet only. I wouldn't be eating nothing but water and carrots. That'll be it. My life my life would change so drastically because she would be so scared that I would have another heart attack. Yeah. Wow. And it is scary. It is scary for the person that is watching. And that's why yes. we do 36 seconds, because we want to hear from the person that is actually watching the survivor go through or have lost one. Wow. Because wow. That's, a, that's a topic we normally don't deal with. Heart disease affects yes. the entire family. Mm. It's just not the individual who had it. Um, back to my story, uh, my symptoms showed up in November of 2013. My neck was my first warning and my arm went and my left arm went numb and we just kind of self-diagnosed as I tweaked it in the gym. Don't start hating. I tweaked it in the gym or I slept on that left side uh, a little mm. bit long and then okay we're gonna go with that one. And so <laughs> around Christmas I noticed that my feet were getting uh, darker, slightly darker and I was talking to my sister about it and she said you know you really need to get to the to the doctor. Well I don't miss the doctor y'all. I'm that person. I'm going to go. If anything is wrong, I'm going. And so in January, I went to the doctor and I expressed to her, you know, the things that I was experiencing. And she said, well, maybe it's just stress. And with my history of childhood trauma and adult, you know, all of that that we do uh, to ourselves, I was like, right. well, I could be stressed. At that time, I was uh, a counselor working with kids with behavior issues. My son was a senior in high school. 
Mm-hmm. You know, all these titles as women were superwoman, right? I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know that title anymore. But so when I left my, talking to my doctor, it was a very lighthearted conversation. She never mentioned heart disease. She never mentioned anything like that because I don't have high blood pressure, cholesterol, or any of those issues. Wow. And so I left there thinking, oh, I'm stressed. I need to do something to fix that. And so every time my left arm would go numb or my neck would bother me, we try to do something to try to get that stress off of me because I am an internalizer of stress. So I don't really know. Mm. My body has to really show me uh, that I'm stressed out. And so um, God kept me from January to April. April 10th, I woke up at two o'clock in the morning. I said, babe, something's wrong. My left arm was numb. My neck was bothering me. My chest felt like a pill was stuck, like a big horse pill, and I couldn't, you know, swallow it. Uh, wow. I, I felt like I needed to vomit. It was just, it felt like something, like somebody was just flickering this light off and all, like something was misfiring inside. I wasn't in pain. And a lot of women are not in pain. A lot of women don't show symptoms at all. And so we get to the, Frederick asked me, do I need to go to the emergency room? I said, yes, because this is different for me. So we arrived yeah. at the emergency room and how I'm talking to you guys is I'm fine. I feel fine. I'm explaining to her what I've just been through. You know, they do an EKG and some other tests and the doctor comes out and says, you know, you're too young to be having a heart attack. And I agreed with him. Wow. I am too young. And plus, I don't look like I'm like John. I look like what the heart attack look like. You see Yeah, me? yeah, yeah. You know, so, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Y'all gonna hold it over my head, right? <laughs> <laughs> you put it out there, brother. You put it out there, so. <laughs> to hear those words, you're, you know, like, no, this can't be. And they say in our community that denial is a big part of why we lose our lives to heart heart attacks because we don't believe that it can happen to us. And so we left there. I went to work the next day and went in my classroom. I fell to my knees because it was happening again. And oh, so. Wow. Assistant walks, goes to get the nurse and calls 911. They do an EKG in my classroom and I'm fine. Nothing shows up on the EKG and it becomes my choice of do I want to come go to the doctor or not? And I say, yeah, they don't really know what's going on. And this is an episode, whatever right. comes and goes. And some think somebody is hating on me, call Frederick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go to the doctor and he said, get your tail to that doctor. And so went on to the emergency room. A cardiologist comes out and I asked her, why am I seeing you? And she said, because of what you described, it's like you had a heart attack. I said, girl, I ain't had no heart attack. I said, but I do wow. want you now because I do know something is going on. But I was adamant that it was not my heart because I've never been told I've had any issues with my heart. And so they do a triponent test and mine is slightly elevated. So now me and her are going back and forth because she's like, I don't have no reason to keep you. But I'm like, I know my body. Something's something's not right. And right. So, uh, she says your triponents are slightly elevated. And I said, well, that's enough reason. Please just observe me overnight. And so they keep me overnight and those triponents come down and they release me at 11 at four o'clock. I'm crawling into our bedroom telling Frederick it's happening again. Oh, wow. And. So I'm curious about Frederick. Like a pill was stuck, high upper back pain, jaw numb. I had the tension. I'm sorry. I'm curious about Frederick. At this point, Frederick, what are you thinking? Right. I I know my, I think my wife crazy most of the time. And. I, how do you how do you how do you 
not disregard what she because she keeps about that you know and not to say that she's crying wolf nothing like that but after they keep coming to you with the same thing how do you not take it as serious as she did as you did the first time she said it how do you not fall into a level of uh maybe it's not what we think maybe it's not as serious as we think it is how do you not fall into that so how do i not how did i not fall kind of into her her way of thinking like what are we going back for yes yeah okay. yeah uh because that wasn't gonna be on me <laughs> i got you no saying brother no yes. saying <laughs> however we come out of this thing <laughs> it ain't gonna be on me. Yeah. Good. So if, if it comes down to what do I want to do, we gone. Let's go to the doctor. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. she said, mm-hmm. I said, she said it's happening. It's worse. Just let me. Just help me to the bed. Let me lay down. Oh wow! Sound That's familiar. Do. <laughs> <laughs> right. I said I thought you don't get. No, you don't get to die on me. Not today. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. 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 We got this black SS Impala out here. We ain't even calling 911. We're gonna see what she can do. Yes, sir. Open her up. Yes, <laughs> that was my wife. That was my wife as well. That was my wife as well. We need to stop and get about five dollars worth of gas. Let it get to decision to make. Do do I run out of gas trying to get there, or do I just trust God? Stop get 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 enough gas to get where we're going. And yeah. so that was the decision we made. And it's crazy because I'm weaving in and out of traffic. She's in the middle of a heart attack. And she over there is like, you going to kill me before we get there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to get you there. I'm going to get you there. So it, was, it was never a question of what, what I wanted to do. Um, yeah. I, I wouldn't, What she was talking about, that was so irrelevant. Look, come on, let me put these shoes on you so we can do yeah. what we need to do. I don't care if they have to. We have to keep going back, and they keep telling us mm-hmm. they don't know what it is. They gonna right. because right. Mm-hmm. I know yeah. I. It's out of my hands, so you know. Let let's you know. Let's 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 do what's right. Yeah. Let me let me remind everybody. If you like in the conversation, if you feel like this is something somebody else needs to hear, please go ahead and share this out to your friends, your family. Especially, you know, people that you know who who might not. Now you know what a heart attack might not look like. You just share it out to everybody. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so we want everybody to understand. That's a shirt. Because, That's a shirt. Right. Right. <laughs> we got to wear something. One thing, one thing we got we to gotta get, we got to put on here is like the warning signs for, yeah. for the people who had this preconceived notion that, you know, TV is put out there so that they don't get caught off guard. What are some warning signs that people can kind of watch out for? Um, I put it to Tara. Tara, what are some warning signs that you that you uh, know of? So I know for for men and women, we you know, just like we think different, our bodies are totally different. So for women, we can be asymptomatic. We don't show anything. It can be um, your left arm going numb, your right arm going numb. It can be your upper back in pain. It can be your jaw feeling numb. It can be uh, feeling like pressure in your chest or, you know, or something being stuck or like you need to burp. I've heard women say I need I was burping a whole bunch and come to find out I was having a heart attack. You can be hot, clammy. 
So any, I would say to you, anything that does not feel right, not everything is a heart attack, but anything that does not feel right, you need to be getting checked anyway. Um, for men, they have the textbook symptoms of the left arm going numb. Uh, sweating is a big one for men that we hear about all the time. Chest tightening. Um, and John might can add some more to that. For men, I've heard men say, what was the one guy that just told us? Oh, you know, it could be both arms. It, yeah. it just, if you oh, don't yeah, feel yeah. right, you know your yeah. body. I tell people, you know that's your body yeah. better than anybody else. Yes, yes. That's and okay. that's what you stand on. Mm -hmm. When you go to that emergency room, do not let them send you home if you don't feel yourself. You you know, to, to your point, uh, the older we get, and I think people, when I say old, I want y'all to understand, uh, when you get past 40, your body talks to you differently than it did before prior to being 40. And I know I just wasn't, I know I hadn't been feeling right. I knew uh, my wife, uh, my wife, she gonna kill me, but she was wanting to have uh, relations and I was not feeling my best. And one thing I didn't want to do, I didn't want to go in there if I couldn't put my best effort forward. <laughs> You're right, she gonna kill you, but just go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give, give them the full screen. <laughs> But nevertheless, guys, I went in there and I gave him whole. I gave it all he ho. And the judges, and the judges gave me a eight point five. I did my crit walk dance, and, and man, after I got through, I was I was so I felt really lightheaded. Mm. I felt I felt like I felt like the engine had blew a rod. Uh oh, uh, this 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 thing, this not this. I knew, I knew, my body was telling me something is wrong. Right, something, something is really wrong, and I tried to and I tried to ignore. It. You know how your engine like come on, you try to ignore it. No, no, it's one thing when you check engine like come on, but when your engine starts smoking, it's probably pretty bad. <laughs> So you want to check it out. But let me get Monique's question. Monique had a question for Tara. Tara, she says, she says, Tara, did you feel discounted due to being a woman or being black? I can't believe you had to go three times for this. God had you covered. Yes, he did. Uh, that's a great question. Yes. Uh, I think God, and you know, I don't want people to take this the wrong way. But looking back, I really think that everything I experienced was because I'm I'm set, I'm still here to help other women, other men mm. go through this process. So there is nothing that I did not experience that somebody would be facing as it relates to heart disease. We deal with women, we have to be very mindful that even black men, and I love my black men, so don't take this wrong, but if we can just have a very, you know, just transparent conversation, they will ignore what we say is bothering us. Even, and, and that's in the hospital system. That's a very real situation for us uh, being ignored when we say we're in pain as women, no matter what color skin of skin you have. But then you add the extra layer of being a black woman. And now we got a real problem. We, the odds are stacked against us in most situations. And going through the emergency room, they say it's like a crap shot uh, if you get a good doctor or not. Uh, so, yes, I do feel like 
even with the cardiologist seeing me and me having to argue, the last thing that we need to do, uh, anybody going through a crisis and going through the emergency room is have to advocate for yourself. That should be oh, the least yeah. worries, but that, that's, that's, what we're, that's what we're looking at every day. We, just a black woman wearing a heart monitor not too long ago was sent home and we had to refer her to another hospital and she was having heart attacks. So, oh, wow. you know, yeah, it's a real issue. So be mindful. And that's and that's why Black Heart exists, so that we can yeah. get in front of it instead of being we want to be proactive instead of reactive. We want you to know where you stand so that you can get the help where, that you need. And it doesn't catch you off guard and you end up in the hands of somebody that does not care for you because you're a woman or because of the color of your skin. You know, that's a whole nother piece that I didn't really consider just the advocacy piece, advocating for people in those situations that is huge because you have people who i'm not saying they're uneducated but when it comes to medical things they're they're ignorant they didn't study this and you're trusting a person who has a title to know certain things and to treat you a certain way but like you said it's a crapshoot you don't know who you're gonna get um and man that's it's a it's a scary thought so Having somebody, like I said, an advocacy piece, having somebody to advocate for you, I think that is huge. That is huge. Um, let me get Facebook user says, Tara, what medical test should a person request during a hospital visit to know it was indeed a heart attack? So let me tell you, with the odds being, you know, it, it gets real interesting. So I tell people all the time, if you feel like is something going on with your heart or even if you might, you know, just any slight inkling that it might be your heart. Go in there and say, I've had, I, I think I've had a heart attack and watch you get every single test that they have for you. You're going to get your stress yes, test. You're going to get your EKGs. You're going to get your blood drawn. They're going to do everything when you go in there and say, I think I've had a heart attack. Do not go around there and, and say, oh, my, I went in there and said, my left arm is numb, my neck. I never said I think I'm having a heart attack. I probably would have got an overnight visit at that point. Mm -hmm. But because of what they look for, the EKG doesn't show all the time, especially for women. So what they are looking for, they've been, you know, taught to look for. And because I was young, they went against all of that and sent me home twice. So this is what stand up for yourself and 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 know uh and know your just stand on the fact that you know your body. And if not pick up the phone and call us, we'll come up. And we'll advocate. Wow. wow. That's good to know. Monique says, I'm advocating for my mother right now. A woman. She's black and now older. So she understands where you're coming from. Ifia says, I've definitely had to advocate for myself to get certain blood work done because the doctor didn't feel I needed it. But I told him to give it to me anyway. And he did. So this is. Man, we got to make sure people get the word out about Black Heart Association because this is huge. This is huge. Like I said, we wait till it hits close to home, but we can't wait until it gets guess there. What? Guess what? It's already hit close to home because how many of us know somebody with high blood pressure? How many of us oh, know yeah. somebody with cholesterol issues? How right. many of us know somebody that's stressed out? It's already hit home. Mm. They're just using those words heart disease because if you have heart blood high blood pressure over a number of years that's going to potentially possibly lead to heart failure so we it's already here 
You know, the interesting thing, let me get Mika's comment. Mika says, speak on it. I've been told that we have to advocate for ourselves in all medical situations, especially heart related issues and birth. We had we had a urologist on a few months ago. Um, episode we call Limp Conversations, the expert edition. And we were talking about ED. We were talking about ED. And he said ED is a precursor for heart failure. He sure did. He did, didn't he? He, did. he said, so all my fellas out there, and Fred, I need you to step up, brother, because you you the health expert. You the fitness guy. You know what I'm saying? But he said this. He says, if you're having problems there, he said, because the blood vessels down there are just slightly smaller than the ones that are in the heart, going to the heart. Mm -hmm. So if you're having that problem, you need to go get checked out because you probably have problems in your heart area as well. So when he said that, I mean, Mm -hmm. the guys that were listening, all ears at that point. But, But he said men don't do a good job of keeping up with their health and knowing what's, you know, what's the best thing for them. They don't talk to their doctors and all this type of stuff. But you being the guy that's going to get people, get them right. Cause I don't know if everybody knows he's a, he's a certified health and fitness uh, coach and everything. He's a personal trainer. What are the struggles you see with getting, with getting people in that frame of mind to where they will go ahead and, and do the work to get help. Oh, I think you just hit it, like getting people in that frame of mind. Uh, you know, the, the physical aspect is just a byproduct of, of, of changing people's way of thinking, changing people's way of uh, how they approach, quote unquote, healthy lifestyle. So um, it, it kind of the biggest piece is what's your why, you know, hmm. Getting, getting people to, to a place to where they can say, hey, this is what I need to do. But more importantly, this is why I need to do it. Because if that piece is big enough, this piece will take care of itself. And if that piece isn't big enough, then we just spitting in the wind over here. So just having, yeah. having conversations, you know, people first. I'm talking to a person first, not a client, not a, uh, not a dollar but an individual who, you know, and this person matters. So let's, let's get to the heart of it. Let's figure out what it is uh, that's driving you, whether that be the loss of a loved one, whether that be you've gotten some bad numbers from your doctor. At the end of the day, it's about living, mm-hmm. not just existing, living. Yeah. You know? So how do we get, how do we get to the point of living versus just existing? Because let's be right. real about it. Our society has, has placed us in, in, in a, in an ideal world of let's get more out of less. So we move less, we eat more, we party more. You know, we, this is a sedentary society that we live in, if we can just be real about it. So, yeah. uh, you know, let's, let's, let's really look at it for what it is and, and let's face it head on. And, you know, just starting with small steps, you know, don't, don't come to me with body goals and all that stuff. Come to me with goals, realistic goals about how you can be the best person you can be, not just physically, but, you know, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, because all of that stuff, when you're talking about healthy, right, it's, it's all encompassing. It's a multifaceted situation here. The weights and all of that, that's 
that that's just a part of it. I have a question. Um, I got a good friend of mine told me that also going to the dentist is just as important on your heart as anything else, which wow. is crazy because you know the dentist is high. If you think that the doctor high, you need to go to the dentist. <laughs> the dentist is high, and when he told me, like, hey man. I went. I went. This. I had to get this. And this. And I know. I know. When I went to the dentist, they have a printout of stuff, and you'd be like, and then they want to bring this old pretty girl in there to talk to you about money, honey. You can send her right on back and bring the doctor in. <laughs> all this money you talk about, we you lost your mind. So I'm just asking. Um, yes. Yes, the, it's, it plays it an important part. Um, you, we have to get our teeth clean. We have to look. Everything flows through the heart. If you have cancer, you need to see a cardi cardiologist. If you have HIV, you need to have you need to see a cardiologist. If you have bad teeth, you need to see the dentist, or you're gonna be seeing a cardiologist. So wow. you know, all everything flows, everything. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. You know, it's funny too because my did my my dentist, my doctor asked me, which I don't know why, but he asked me if I had HIV. And I was like, you got the wrong number. Uh, you got the wrong number and the wrong person. Right. How did my heart, I, I was trying to figure out how did my heart have anything to do with HIV, but you just you just mentioned it. That's because they normally, all that's in the, not her, but in other places, it's in the, you know. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. If a yeah. way to look at it when we, as it relates to heart disease, if we think about the body and we think about automobiles, mm -hmm. cars were designed if you think about it behind the body. Mm -hmm. yeah. the I mean, you got, you got, exhaustion, you got electricity, you got all of these things, you got fuel, which is our food. So mm -hmm. they really run parallel and the heart is that main, it's the engine. So if you think yeah. about a car, you could have, you could have something going on with a, with something so far away from the engine, but mm -hmm. if, if it goes unattended long enough, that go. thing gonna work yes. its way. Yes, you sure. Gonna, you're gonna blow a head gasket. You gonna have right. you, sure. your, your thermostat gonna start sticking. Yes. Some, it's gonna get to the engine. Yeah. Right. Something that, that, right. that people may deem as unrelated and wondering how did this way over here mess this up? And and the body is the same way. All of all of our organs and all of that stuff, they're they're their own components, but they all work together. And if and if something's going on somewhere. It's just a matter of time. Hmm. No, you're absolutely right. And it's it's kind of disheartening when you look at it because I'm just thinking about uh just my family. It's not it wasn't customary. It wasn't something that we did to go to the doctor to get checked out. We went to the emergency room because that meant something was going on, but preventative stuff, we didn't that's not, we were just happy to get through the day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people are still stuck in that just get through the day. We're in survival mode and we think we can't afford to, to check on this, can't afford to check on that. But I'm trying to remember the, the quote. They said, uh, prevention costs less than, you know, yeah. Yeah. what you can pay on the back end. Mm -hmm. yeah. So we got to put it in perspective. For people, let me see. Facebook user, I don't know who this person is. It said, I had to advocate to get a mammogram because my doctor said that it was nothing wrong because he didn't feel a mass. However, sent me anyway, 
and the mammogram detected a mass. So just like you were saying, you know your body, you know when things are off. So you gotta you gotta just speak up. And I think we 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 give people with that title, we give them too much, too much power. When we trust them too much, you gotta trust yourself too. And and really trust God because God could be saying, Hey, 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 something ain't right here. I'm trying to tell you something ain't right. But, and, to, that, but to that point, D, he also gives us warnings. Yes. I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and say that he didn't give me warnings before I had my episode because I had warnings. But I was like, ah, this ain't no warning. I know a warning, and this ain't one. Well, then I had another one. Nah, this ain't no warning. I ain't looking because this ain't no warning. Nah, uh, this ain't no warning. And then when right. you're on the floor sweating profusely, you say, oh, maybe those was warning. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm, I'm so serious, but because I, yeah. there are always warnings, and you have to always listen to your body. As we get older, mm-hmm. anything over 35, as we get older, listen, listen to your body. Because your body will talk to you. Your body will tell you something. And heart attacks can show up a year ahead of time. You said what now? Heart a whole year? Show up a year ahead of time. Oh, wow. A whole year. A whole year? So uh-huh. wait, wait, wait. Because you, you talk about fatigue. That's a big mm. symptom that we often ignore. Wow. And fatigue is usually the first one. You don't, you're not moving the way you should. You start kind of dragging a little bit and we ignore that one because we just i started calling myself lazy but i think fatigue was actually my first symptom that showed up way before the other oh my goodness uh showed up so that's a big one that we we ignore especially as women listen man talk monday gonna get y'all to the doctor we gonna y'all gonna go (laughs) to the doctor I want everybody to make an appointment tomorrow. We're gonna have the make an appointment challenge. <laughs> well, man, talk Monday to make an appointment challenge and go get checked out. Now, go a, get checked out. That I that I would jump on board with. Make hey, it. Man. And we have a Black Doctor Locator page. We find any doctor, whatever zip code you're in, just post it on Black Doctor Locator, and we'll find that a doctor based on whatever kind of doctor you're looking for. For you. The locator. The locator is on your website. It's uh, on Facebook. Black. It's on Facebook. Okay. Okay. We need, that, we need to do that. We need to make that happen. We need. We need that. That's something we need to do, man. Real talk. Yeah. Make an appointment challenge. Listen. Yeah. It is. It is too much that happens in life, and I think we get so distracted by everything else, we never take into account the effect it's having on us physically, and you know. Fred, you just talked about the mental aspect, but it's all connected. The mental, the physical, it's all connected. And if we don't really pay attention, like I said, it, you could be one one nap or one going to bed away from not waking up. Hey, don't you play with my nap now. Hey, whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't you play with my nap now. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I think he was coming for us on that <laughs> But But no, I mean, just think about the whole, the fatigue. People, yeah. We, people, say, oh, you're going to die tired because we, we program that way. Yeah. We don't, we don't, we don't even know what healthy feels like. And so bad feels so normal. We feel like we're fine. Yeah. You just said something because you hear people say, I'll sleep when I die. Yeah. yeah. No, well, you're going to be sleeping. <laughs> yeah. Because you need seven to nine hours of rest. And if you're not getting that because you're hustling or you're grinding, 
Oh, wow. God will never give us our purpose to, you know, it's our purpose is not here to do harm to us. If we're co-working yeah. the kingdom, if we truly trust him, we're mm-hmm. going to we're gonna go to bed and get that seven to nine hours. We're going to do what we need to do to actually walk this thing called life out according to his will. We can't do any of that. We can't be impactful to anyone if we don't take care of ourselves. Let me get Monica's question. She says, how can a person such as myself who had a stroke, now disabled, stay heart healthy when I really can't exercise? Before the stroke, I was 362. Now I'm 200, but I still see 362. God bless you. God bless you. It's a a number of things. I'll let Frederick. Oh, hey, Monica. It's been a minute. That's his sister. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's uh, my sister. <laughs> well, it, I look at it like this. It's it's a two-part situation, the movement and the nutritional side of it. And so and, and the emotional and, and mental piece of it too. So if I know one of those areas, for whatever reason, there's some difficulties there for me to address that area as, as much as I would like to, then I'm a for the lack of a better term, I'm gonna bang them other ones out. If I can't move as mm-hmm. much as I want, my nutrition is, is, is not gonna be an issue Examples. for me. Hmm? Yeah. Examples of that. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna let her speak on the nutritional piece. She, <laughs> y'all, y'all bear with my wife, she in this class, man, and she been beating me over the head with-, with Oh, okay, okay. I'm studying lifestyle medicine, guys. So just it's okay. Nice. Okay. We always hear people say, "Well, I don't want to take medicine." Well, you're gonna have to make a choice. Either you're gonna change your lifestyle, or you're gonna be on the medicine. You know, or or if it's genetic, you're gonna have to do both. So what I would say to you, Monica, is first make sure you're focusing on your vitamin E, vitamin C, and beta carotene. Yes, and. Monica, if you can, if you could just walk around the house, I mean, I don't know what the level, the extent of your disability is, but just walking around the house, you know, taking those small steps or just walking from the bed to the bathroom. I don't know, but get moving because sitting yes. is as dangerous as smoking a cigarette. Yes. Our heart health. Yes. We got to get up and we got to at least walk if we can. And then secondly, I would say uh, yoga, meditation, believe it or not, that Hmm. That turns around disease as well because. Go ahead. So we have these things called telomeres, right? Yes, we do. And think of them in terms of length. The longer, the better, as far as fighting disease and keeping us healthy. Mm-hmm. And yoga has actually been shown to lengthen our telomeres, right? Or in Monica's case, if you can't do yoga, meditation will do. Yeah, that's a great challenge to help turn, uh, to lengthen our telomeres. Mirrors, mm. lengthen your telomeres challenge. Yes, meditate. Lengthen your telomeres challenge. At, uh, I'm sorry, meditate for eight weeks at 12 minutes, and that that can help as well help you stay heart healthy. So a combination of moving as much as you can, then eating those things, and then meditation to help keep every the stress down will help. Wow. Listen, this is great information. Listen, y'all got to go visit blackheartassociation.org. You want to go to the website. The thing I like is you've taken something that happened to you and you've thrown passion and purpose into it 
And now it's about helping people. And I think God is doing something great with you too. And I'm, I'm praying nothing but success for you guys in reaching people. So absolutely. We, we come down to the end and we want to go ahead and get your final thoughts. So Fred and Tara, your final thoughts. My final thoughts. Um, John, for one, I'm so grateful that God decided to keep you here with us. Prevention over treatment is key. I'm, I'm going to dedicate this to my brother-in-law, Stephen, who dropped dead in front of my niece and nephew from a hypertensive heart attack. That's a high blood pressure heart attack. His son was uh, on his way to be a freshman and his daughter, senior in high school, and his daughter, other daughter graduating from TSU. So with that stand on your mind, my final thought is this. If you don't do it for yourself, do it for your family because they need you here. Be here. That's my new hashtag going into 2023. Be here. Be here healthy. Be here well. Be here enjoying life without disease. Be here. My final thoughts. For I know the plans that I have for you it is to prosper you and not to harm you. God has created each and every one of us. He's given us a, a precious, precious opportunity to, to do this thing called life. Mm -hmm. And he wants to see us do it uh, in abundance, you know, and not just financially, but emotionally, relationship wise. You know, he wants us to experience heaven on earth. Yeah, and, true. you know, a lot of our choices can can kind of dictate whether we experience heaven or hell. So if we can, if we can keep that in the forefront of our minds each and every day, I want to experience heaven, okay. you know, and, and that'll guide a lot of our behaviors and a lot of our uh, decision makings, which will, will bring us so much peace and so much joy and so much happiness. So just know that we matter to each other. We love each other and we want you to be here. We want you, know, you to be here. We want you to be here. And make sure, uh, to visit Black Heart Association, book the bus. Wherever, wherever our people are, that's where we want to be. Everything we offer is absolutely free. There is no need to not have insurance. We can get you covered with insurance. We can get you set up with a mental health professional. We take a whole body approach to care. So connect with us and uh, support us in our efforts. thought is, I am happy to be here as well. Y'all just don't know. If you ain't never been happy to see somebody, I am happy to be seeing me. Because for, for a few moments, I wasn't sure if that was going to necessarily be the case. So before you're in my situation, let's take care of ourselves, guys. Like like Tara said, uh, be here. I want you guys to be here. So let's start. Let's go to the doctor. Go to the doctor and go to the dentist. I know they both are expensive, but they should have some type of layaway or some plan. They should have something. Let's let's get rid of excuses why we're not going to the doctor and the dentist. Let's go to the doctor. And that's my final thought. You know, this has been a crazy couple of weeks. We have, we've gone through so much mentally, you know, when you have friends and you have family, like, like Tara said, you want them to be here and we take life for granted, but life is way too precious to 
to not take seriously. And I know a lot gets in your way and we make all kinds of excuses for ourselves, but there is no excuse. Excuses won't save your life. But taking life serious, you could lengthen your life. The difference in bad things happening to you and happening for you is how you deal with it. You could have a bad event that happens to you, but what determines whether it was a bad what it was bad for you? If you can get up from it and learn from it and grow from it, it may have been a bad thing that happened, but it wasn't a bad thing because you learned what you needed to learn. Let's not overlook or discount the lessons that God is trying to get to us. Let's take life serious and go in and manage life. Show God that appreciation. Show him you appreciate the life you he's given you by taking care of yourself and the ones that's close to you. Because one thing's for sure, we need to be here. And that's my King Speaks for this week. Listen, 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 Linda, listen, Linda, listen, Linda. <laughs> listen, this was great information. I we want everybody to go and visit blackheartassociation.org real quick. They know about the website. Tell them about uh the bus and the gala. Tell them about what you guys have coming up here real soon. So if you want to know where we're at, if you you can all you're always welcome to come by an event. It doesn't have to be your event. So every weekend we're somewhere in the DFW area providing our services for free. We say we want to be from anywhere from the hood to the boardroom is where you'll find us, and that's serious. So go to Black Heart Association. You can see all the places we'll be and what time we'll be there. We're usually there for two to four hours, depending on where we're at. Um, we have our first inaugural dinner coming up in February, February 18th at 6 p.m. Please come and support us right now. Early bird tickets are on sale. Um, all your money goes back to support Black Heart Association or another nonprofit oh, yeah. doing boots on the ground work. Then we need to go. We need to go. Yeah, yeah. We need to go. Yes, come, please. Yeah, we're going to show up. Because, yeah. um, y'all, we are, it's some, it's some, some stories coming off the bus. We've had men that haven't been adopted in 40 years. Oh, wow. Uh, and we get, we're getting them there. We're getting people insured. We just had another gentleman call us. He was driving from Houston to home. He had a heart, you know, he's going into congestive heart failure. Um, a 15 year old just recently because 15. we screened him. Yeah, we oh, screened wow. down to 12 years we old. We screened down to 12 years old. And this was an athlete. Yeah, he can no longer play football because come to find out after we screened him, his mother took our advice. Oh, our wow. Took that information to a doctor and he had a heart condition. So what we're doing matters. And right. I know we have great, big, great nonprofits, big, shiny things, but this is boots on the ground hitting us right at the heart of the matter. We need to know where we stand as it relates to heart disease. And this is a conversation we have to continue to have. Yes, y'all make sure you support, make sure you support, support, support. Uh, as far as, as we go, 
we we pushed back our live recording for uh for the barbershop recording that we're going to do that's going to happen now on the 19th we're going to do that on the 19th so be looking for that video that will be coming up uh the conversation cuts and conversations that which we'll have coming up real soon uh anything else i'm missing man you you can think of bro i'm just glad to be sitting here in the chair <laughs> but you know because you take stuff you take we take life yeah. sometimes yeah I'm just, man to be honest i'm just glad to be sitting there so whatever whatever announcement coming i'm trying to be at everything i want to be at the gala i want to yes. be at the barbershop i just want to be some i want to be be, I want to be, be here. Now. Be here. You're right. You want to be here. <laughs> I want to be at the barbershop uh, talk too. Yeah, I was thinking. Okay. About we, we, yeah. Hey, man. We'll get you to come through. Yes. We'll get yeah. We we'll get you to come through. Listen, everybody. We want to thank everybody that jumped on tonight to have the conversation with us. Thank you for your questions. Uh, just all of your input. We want to thank again. Thank the Robinsons again for being here, being our guest, giving us all this great information. Listen, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. It's available Apple, Google, Spotify, all the major podcast platforms. You can find the audio version. You can also find the video on YouTube and Facebook. Also, you can catch us on BS3 TV on Roku, right? We on TV, right? So catch us on Roku at the BS3 TV channel on Roku. We part of the BS3 network of a podcast. So you can find past episodes, you can find this episode and a whole lot of other great episodes that will give you some great information as well. You can also catch us on your computer. We have a direct web link. It's bs3tvlive.com, right? You can catch us on your computer, bs3tvlive.com. Just make sure you go and check us out. Check out the BS3 family. A lot of great podcasts, a lot of great information, entertainment, education, just the whole nine. So make sure you go and check us out. Listen, thank y'all once again. We're going to get out of here and we'll see y'all next week. Peace out, y'all.